Hey, it's me, Joey. It's Joey and Lamb, and reporting live from New York City. And I just want to say that, you know, I just want to say that I'm really in love with you, you know, and I'm scared. I'm really, really scared, but maybe this is, like, a beautiful thing. It is, because I never expected it. Maybe... Because I would would marry you, like, in a heartbeat, man. For real, I would. But... Um, I'm still here, and <laughs> I'm taking it one day at a time. I'm walking the green mile, yo. I'm gonna give him the Joey special, yo. I'm walking the green mile one day at a time. And, um, it is what it is, you know, at this point. There's nothing much I I could say except, you know, like, I'm in love with you, and I'm scared. I think that's about it. Because I don't know how you feel about me, but I don't care because my feelings for you are real, and I'm I'm really pretty scared right now. I'm I'm pretty scared. Yeah. You know, all my life when I was born, I had a pretty addictive personality, you know? I love to drink, I love to smoke, and I love to have a good time. That's pretty much been all my life. So at this point... (laughs) I don't know, like, what to do except change my life. Because every day when you're born, you have two different things in your life. A chance and a choice. And I choose to take a chance and believe that I can really do it and just start all over again. And when I think about you, I feel like that's a fighting chance. (sighs) Hey guys, what's up? What's up, New York City? I'm just chilling and I'm trying to holler.
holla, 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 holla at all y'all. And um, <clears throat> to say that I'm alive and uh, <sighs> things could be a little bit better. But I am here and I'm 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 ecstatic about what the future could bring. I am super depressed about the outcome of my situation. I feel like most of it was my fault. This and that, blah blah blah. Da 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 da. So, anyways, um, hope you're doing good, guys. Yeah, like um, <clears throat> this is difficult to talk about because. You know when you reach a point where the lack of words don't really compensate for what you're truly feeling during the momentum or like what's going on at hand in that moment. It's not working, so... Just really sad about it. Good night. Hey, it's Joey, reporting live from New York City. I just lost my lawyer. We had a really close relationship during the past six months. Even though it was only six months, it felt like a year. Virtually, I never met her in person. And then six months later, I got rearrested again violating a stayaway order that my ex invited me to his house and when he got mad he caught a cops and I went to jail for over 36 hours thank god I'm still alive every day is a blessing when you wake up there's only two things in life a choice and a chance a chance and a choice. I'm really depressed. I lost the love of my life, I think. She switched me 
to another lawyer and she moved on and got promoted. It was a very difficult, a very difficult thing to face. Coming to terms with reality and the circumstances I had to meet her under. I wish I never met her under these circumstances, but unfortunately, sometimes things in life happen by accident. And I have met the most wonderful people during this whole case, being a victim of abuse and domestic violence. I'm sorry to say that there has to be a problem with me. I went to therapy today. I did everything I could. I slacked off. I didn't even go to therapy for like two, three weeks. And finally, my, my therapist never gave up on me. She would call me every week. And we finally spoke today. But I couldn't tell her how much, how much hurt I felt from being separated from somebody that I trusted because I feared what could be, what could turn wrong. You know, I told like one of my other counselors, oh my God, like, me and my lawyer like got really close and she just freaked out and made a huge discrepancy out of it. And I was really in turmoil. I was so fucking scared. I said, you know, we're just friends. We are. But they make it sound like it's such a bad thing. But for me, I, I consider myself lucky to have a lawyer that I can actually communicate with and talk to during my whole journey, I guess, quote unquote journey in recovery and becoming less of an addict and more of a normal person. I spent the last hour trying to fix a necklace that was irreparable. It's so hard for me to even talk like this without sounding incoherent and out of my mind. The things that that has happened recently. Listen, I'm a millennial. I'm 32 years old. I was born in 1990. When COVID happened, it was in 19... 
it happened two years ago when I just turned 30. I am 32 now. The same year Kobe Bryant passed away in a helicopter, my favorite basketball player with Gianna. On the same exact date when it was my birthday and COVID hit and everything was just like, bam, bam, one after the other. And I didn't know what to do. I was in so much despair. All I wanted to do, I didn't, I was so scared to even fly. I am not vaccinated and I don't believe in it. And I'm still here. As a survivor, as a fighter, as a lover, as a believer, I won't give up on what it takes to prevail against the adversities that rise above everything that has happened to me and to the world. And I'm so depressed at losing. I hate losing because I am an athlete and I lost. I stopped biking. I stopped hitting the gym. I had to go to like three to four rehabs, five to six detoxes, court every month, therapy every week, counseling every week as well, fake mentors who justify themselves as my peers when they didn't really understand the true meaning of an alcoholic and losing family and friends to ODs to, to this dumb stupid pandemic that doesn't exist anymore and to continue to see a fucking war that won't give up and to see myself in the mirror every day when I wake up and tell myself, I'm not going to give up either. That's the biggest thing to me in my life. And nobody's ever going to see or understand that it takes more than justice. It takes more than willpower. It takes more than what I can provide. It takes mind, strength, prayer, faith, God, to go through every day, one day at a time, and to just believe and not just say, 
I'm just full of shit. I did this, I did that. And to go back to my own addictions. Because there's no such thing as a recovered addict. It's a disease. And I believe that I can do this. That I can... I can rise above this and finally conquer the demons inside of me, the trauma, the infidelity, the pain, the loss, knowing the fact that there's going to be one day that hopefully I can Go outside and be coherent and talk like this and say face to face, here is my story and this is my testimony and I wish I could share this with you and not be lied to all the time. Probably never gonna, you know. I'm just so depressed right now. Having to learn how to face loss at the biggest of circumstances. Just thinking and thinking and, and contemplating. I came all the way from LA. I'm in New York. I don't want to leave. This is where I belong. Nothing can stop me. Nothing. Maybe it takes, maybe sometimes it takes more than courage and heartbreak to learn how to encompass the whole authenticity of being the product of who I was supposed to be and born to be which is me different and unique an American that doesn't give up in such inflatable in these bad economic shit shit shit
I wish that things could change. I feel like I'm in so much despair. I'm so sad. I really am. I wish things could change. I, I really miss my lawyer. She was amazing. I really miss you and I can't be with you. I can't talk to you. The separation has caused me It's incomprehensible for me to, it's unexplainable. I don't even know what I feel. All I know is that I'm going to do the right thing and go back and get some help. Go to rehab again, drop the case. Pray to God that this case can finally be dropped because I want to go on with my life. I want to move on. I don't want to continue to live in this way, feeling like I'm in fear that my freedom is always in jeopardy when all I want to do is live. Just want to live. This was really the worst summer I ever had. I went to three rehabs and four detoxes within the last four months. And the only thing I learned is it's full of shit. The only one that can change is me. Nobody can help myself but myself. Me. I can help myself. I'm tired of these NA, AA meetings, this, that. What, anyways, I don't want to justify my feelings and try to prove to you that I am all good after a month or two because I'm not a liar in that sense. I lie to get what I want, but I don't lie when it comes to life's terms. We started out around 1959. So I'm just like sitting here contemplating on you know,
the next move in my life and the other day I told my caseworker I'm so lucky to be alive and she said you're not just lucky you're not lucky you're blessed I am blessed and I forgot I am fucking blessed. I have no fucking shame or remorse for what I did. I just made mistakes. All these motherfuckers out there shooting people are getting away with it. And me, I'm paying the price for them. It confuses me. What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. But at the end of the day, I have to pay for the price. The price to fly. The price to fly sky high. It fucking sucks. It sucks to feel like I lost. I failed. I tried. I wanted to make it. Step by step. Inch by inch. Like a snail. And uh. With no boxers on. And I'm fucked. With lies. And scandals. Things are. People are so scandalous, right? People are scandalous. And I have to fly by and get by. Watching people every day in court getting judged is so. It's so hard to watch. Sometimes I lose sleep thinking about it. Is she going to be okay? Is he going to be okay? And I forget about myself. But I'm just thinking about like, oh my God. I hope they're going to be okay. Because freedom is just not a game to play. Especially with people that actually do care about their life and their families and their friends. And they did nothing wrong. Maybe they broke a parking ticket. And sped a car, but nobody got hurt, you know? But the ones that really did hurt and convicted a real shitty ass crime and hurt people, they get away with it. And I have to pay the price. I pay it. And I'm only. 
I'm only fucking 32. And I'm not fucking... I'm not a fucking old ass 58 year old man trying to fucking shoot someone and rob the, a lady's purse and then like hit her. No. And they go on with their lives with no remorse. No. They should plead guilty. Not I. This is why I can't sleep at night thinking about people like that. And other people trying to explain what happened with their lives. And I'm just like, oh my god, what's going to happen next? There has to be like an A or a B or a C. If there's no C, then there's a D. Like, their freedom is in my hands right now. What can I do to deter them from having to face something that just doesn't even fucking mean anything at all. Nothing. I swear. Sometimes I feel like living in New York City is like living in under my condition. I feel like I really can't wait for like the cut. Like, hey, you know what? Case dismissed. You're free to go. I I can just go back to school and get a regular job and not worry that when I turn. 78, I'm still in the corner of the block with a hundred cats flipping burgers with a felony in my fucking record. No. Absolutely not. And I'm saying that with a straight face. That's absolutely particularly difficult because I'm not good at that. I'm good at acting. I'm an actor. But I'm not a lawyer. I really hope the upstairs neighbors don't have to listen to my bullshit because it only causes me a lot of grief and pain and suffering to deal with the reality of the fact that this is all real I have an amazing lawyer now, an amazing lawyer before that I lost, who moved on, that I can't let go. But I guess, you know, it's just part of life, and sometimes 
Nothing in life, nothing good in life comes easy. Like a mouse trap. You can't get trapped. You gotta keep looking left and right, up and down. I got your front and your back. I am your ride or die. This is who I am. And this is who I am. I am of substance. Quality. Maturity, nah. But if there's one person that I used to be, that people used to count on and knew, it was Joey. Me. And I really pray that I don't have to go to rehab again during Thanksgiving and Christmas. I wish I could spend that with my friends and my family. And it is not because it's an excuse to get fucked up and drink and drive and smoke and live and blah and this and that. No. But to just live and pop up. I haven't seen my parents in fucking three years. And it's my choice, my fault. Not entirely, but I take accountability for what I did. Addiction is not just drugs, I think. I think it's people too. I became addicted to this man's behavior and the way he treated me and Everybody told me, come on, you're better than this. You're better than this. This is disgusting. It's nasty. Like, you're so much better than that. They looked up to me, and then they saw how much I fell, and I crashed, and I lost my apartment, my job, my life, my everything, my pets. They died. Oh, my God. I had to give away my hamster. It's not funny. I want to go back to the gym. I want to work out. I want to run at the park. I want to feel like I'm alive. I want to be able to have my own keys. I want to come in and out when I go. Come in, make my own fucking breakfast, make my own fucking lunch, make my own fucking milkshake, go back outside and run and work out and then come back in and make my own fucking snack and go back out and go to work and do whatever I have to do, Uber Eats, whatever. I don't want to have to be concerned and worried all the time. What's going to happen next? If this happens, this happens. And this is, if this, this happens, that happens. I don't want to think like that anymore. I want to just be free. And I'm not living free. I'm living under this mentality, I think, now that I'm trapped. I don't want to study psychology anymore, either. (laughs) After all I've been through, that's the last thing I want to do, is deal with crazy people. I have to... I love psychology, and I appreciate learning about people's behaviors, 
and their mentalities and what goes on behind them and how to improve them as a person and make them feel better. But after all this and the trauma that I've gone through, it's just too much for me. Maybe I'll be an advocate, but come on, I can do so much better. I'm just, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. I think that's the word that I couldn't find this whole fucking time talking to you guys. Disappointment. It's so hard to grasp on the fact that it's a fact. I am disappointed and scared. I don't want to live in fear for the rest of my fucking life. Everything in life takes a certain amount of discipline and sacrifice. Time, patience, love, and kindness. Most of all, compassion. During this whole experience, it has taught me the power of compassion and having faith. It was so hard to keep having faith after losing so much. Three overdoses for my friends. Four deaths. Six, seven, eight lives. And being betrayed. Betrayed, 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 betrayed. I'm betrayed, 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 betrayed. I don't want to say traitor, traitor, traitor. Traitor Joe's? No. I'm betrayed. I can't even talk. I just want to. Let it all out in one shot. After what I went through today, I have came to the conclusion that, in all honesty, I wish I had dated my lawyer instead of this bullshit that I have to go through. Because I know she would never let me down. And if I was a better person and I kept myself sober, things in my life would change quick. I mean like quick, quick, fast. There's no deniability about that. I walk outside with my head up even when I'm crying. 
I keep my composure, but I cry with my head up. I'm mad with my head up. I laugh with my head up. I cry with my head up. I, I pray with my head up. I die with my head up. Because I know that inside, I'm made of substance. And that was the only thing that I learned growing up. The last 10 fucking years of my fucking life. And honest to God truth, I wish I could send this message to the world. That it's true. That when you go out, never keep your head down. Ever. Always keep your head up. No matter what. Even if you have to open the door. And you feel like shit. You look at everyone in the eyes. And you tell them what you're made of. You get one shot. One last shot. A choice and a chance. And my chance is I'm alive. I'm here. I'm free. But I'm so living with 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 invisible chains in my fucking hands in my head. I can't wait for this battle to be over. Sometimes I contemplate on the fact, like, what can I do? There's nothing I can do but just to face the honest truth. And the truth is, I'm a fucking felon for something that I didn't fucking do. I am a victim of abuse. And I have to live with it until the case is closed. And I have to go to court every month. And I live with the fact that I did it for over two years. And I never missed a single court date. Ever. Even on the sickest, saddest, motherfucking days. I still went in. And I still did it. I don't expect nobody to be proud of me I'm just voicing my own opinions because this is my podcast and I want people to know how I feel on my podcast that is is are listening to me It's a shame.
today on a date October 12th 2022 I have gotten betrayed by a friend that I thought an associate she betrayed me I feel I have no contempt against it, but it hurts. I don't even know what contempt means, but I'm just trying to sound smart. The fucking bitch. Anyways, I'm proud of myself that I was able to just take it to the face. It was a blow to the face. A blow to my fucking face. 